You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast today. I wanted to tell you about this movie-going experience that I had that was uh, unique. Unique is a nice way of putting things. I wanted to go see Bad Boys for Life. Very much looking forward to it. And to be honest, look, this is a, a shoot 'em up cop movie that is being released in the middle of January. Usually movies that are like that don't do very well or aren't artistically pleasing. I'm going to give my money to Will and Martin anyway. Both those guys have been a tremendous influence on me and what I do for a career. I mean, the TV show Martin, for anyone who's ever worked in radio, there are a lot of things about that experience, whether you're FM or or AM or you're doing podcasts now, that ring very true. And as for Will, like, I just think Will's just dope, man. Whether he was an MC back in the day or bringing hip-hop to a much broader audience because of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I think there are people that that sleep on the fact of how good an MC M is one of those people. Will is. I think people don't give him the respect that he deserves as a pioneer of hip-hop. And just because his style of hip-hop wasn't what other people were doing, you forget when they boycotted the first Grammy nomination for hip-hop, Will was going to win it, and he boycotted with the rest of the hip-hop community. I, I just like his whole style, to tell you the truth, and I'm, I'm glad that they got together to do this. I, I was It made it funny to me because I was thinking, like, if you're calling the movie Bad Boys for life, it should be the fourth movie, and it's only the third. The good news is, is that those guys... That movie made $73.4 million over the weekend. That's great. They were number one at the box office. And that's incredible for the first four days of a movie. People wanted to see those guys. Here's the thing about it. I thought the movie was really good. I actually think this Bad Boys movie was better than the first Bad Boys movie. Although, I can't tell you that with 100% assurity. And here's why. So, Saturday, my wife and I were figuring out what we were going to do. We went out and got some French toast early on in the day. It was great. We hung out at Huck Finn Donuts over on Archer. Had a great time. Shout out to my man, Dimitri, over there at Huck Finn. We just kind of, I didn't even tell him I was coming. I just slid in. Was hanging out there, got myself a fritter on the way home. Then I watched DePaul. Then I watched DePaul 
beat number five Butler, which was very exciting for me because I thought for sure they were going to get run off the floor and they were end up being 0-5 to start conference play. Strangely enough, DePaul has three wins against the Big Ten and didn't have any against the Big East until Saturday. So I'm watching that game. My wife and I were trying to go watch Bad Boys for Life down at Block Block 37 downtown. It's easy. You know, I park. The, the score is not very far from there, so we could just walk. It was sold out. And we were like, wow. You know, I, I thought that we were the only ones that wanted to go see Bad Boys for Life. Usually the third of a third movie of something like this, of a series like this, doesn't usually go well. But whatever. So then we said, okay, well, let's go to 600 North Michigan Avenue. And we it was full there because we like the, the in-seat dining stuff that you can do over there. They have some good food. Then I said, well, what about River East, AMC 21? Nope. So then that left us with Chatham. <laughs> We've gone and had really good movie-watching experiences in Chatham, including watching Avengers in-game there. We've had really good experiences. Chatham's not very far from my house. Like We live in Hyde Park on the southern end of Hyde Park by the university. And so for us to get to Chatham, it's 10 minutes. So we go. And I'm excited. Like, we're going to see this movie. The movie starts. And it's fine. Like, it's everything I thought it would be. It's Will being cool. It's Martin being married and old. Like, the boys are back. They got, they're they're trying to deal with their own mortality in more ways than one. Sitting through the movie, plots developing. Martin's doing a really good job of acting and being vulnerable and emotional. I'm like, man, like I'm looking over at my wife like this is way better than I thought it was going to be. Way better. Then it goes dark in the theater. And I'm like, oh, no, like the power cut off or something. Something happened. It's a, a f- full theater. And everyone's like, oh, you know how to, oh. Now, it doesn't go on for long, maybe like a minute, and then the movie's back on. The problem then is when the movie comes back, it is out of sync. So so we're watching. There's like a little like mini delay. I would say a half second to second delay between the person's mouth moving and the dialogue that's going on. So, all right, so you're dealing with it. Like there's only like an hour left or whatever of the movie. No big deal. It goes out again. Oh, and now people are mad. Now people are starting to get really, really mad with what's going on. Mel takes this opportunity. She's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. So I'll be back. So she leaves, she goes to the bathroom, she comes back, and uh, because it's a theater full of black people and my wife is a little teeny tiny white lady, the lady sitting next to us was like, yo, is your wife going to go talk to the manager? (laughs) They got Mel out here like she's Karen. No, I was like, I think she's going to the bathroom, but you're right, they probably would listen to her if she said something. And, And so... So she comes back. 
the movie comes back on. And now I'm like, okay, we've had it. It's now in sync. Like, everything is, like, in sync. And we're getting towards the climax of the movie. Like, there's a big scene where there are some things that are germane to it that are revealed. And we're sitting there waiting for how this is all going to conclude. And with 13 minutes left to go, boom, it goes out again. Can you believe this? So now people are furious. They're not annoyed. They're not mad. They're furious. So people start going to the box office because they're trying to get refunds and they're trying to do whatever they can now. One of the patrons comes back in, and we see, like, we were sitting close to the back, so we were seeing in the projector room, put that in quotes, that they're changing stuff out. And this patron comes back in, and he says, yeah, man, they're not they're not going to give you your refund here, and she's locked herself in, into the box office, and they're giving out vouchers up front. The movie's not coming back on, and they're not going to come in here and explain it. It was so absurd. Like, the whole thing was so absurd that I couldn't get mad. Like, I was just laughing. Now, don't get me wrong. I haven't seen the end of the movie yet, and I'm still kind of mad about that. But I was laughing at this. So Mel and I sit there for a little while. We're letting everyone clear out. We walk out to the the, the lobby, and there, there are these well-meaning employees of the Chatham Theater that are looking at ticket stubs and then handing out vouchers for people to go see the end of the movie. You don't have to go see the end, but you could just come back and get into a movie, right? Mel bought the tickets, I guess, through Fandango, so she's on the phone with Fandango. We're waiting for the manager to say something, and the managers lock themselves in the box office, is not talking to people, and I said, let's just buzz a move and let's just get out of here. I have never had a movie going experience like that. It, it was bizarre. It was it was fun because it was absurd. I'd still like to see the movie though. So we're gonna have to figure out like we were thinking, okay, do we go back? Like, do we go back with the vouchers, walk into a movie that's already running, and then just catch the last half hour of the movie. I don't know. All I know is, and I'm not trying to get anyone in trouble. I'm not trying to get anyone fired. I just wanted to tell you about my experience. You got to do better, Chatham. You got to do better. I am a South Sider who, if everything is equal, I will spend my money on the South Side. I prefer to spend my money on the South Side if everything is equal. But it's stuff like this that makes it not equal. This would not have happened at Block 37. This would not have happened at the AMC River East. This would not have happened at AMC 600. And I walked out, like, shaking my head, just going, only on the south side. Like, that was the most, that was the most south side you can imagine when going to the theater. You should go see Bad Boys for Life. It's really good. It's better than you expect it's going to be. And Martin does some legitimate acting in it. 
I don't know how it ends, which is probably the best way to go about giving a review because you don't have to worry about me spoiling it. But damn it, I'd like to see the end of the movie. So that's a goal for later on this week. Thanks for listening.